You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Blessed brothers and sisters of our blessed parish and our blessed guests who are with us this evening. We have started the season of Advent and we began last Sunday with a series with the title, Sleepers Awake. Are you there? Sleepers Awake. Together, let us stream to the house of bread with truth and joy. Together, let us stream to the house of bread with truth and joy. That is our series for this Advent till Christmas. And it has four parts. And then we have the Christmas day that will be the fifth part. So part one will be, do you know what time is now? We did that last Sunday. We heard from the prophet Isaiah. We heard from, from the gospel. Christ says, we are still in the time of Noah. We are in Noah's time. Do you know what time we have now? Paul said in the second reading, you know what time we have, we have now. Now is the time for us to wake up from slumber. Catholics, we are sleeping. The world is getting bad and bad. And things evil is taking over, but we are sleeping. Let's wake up from slumber. Let's cast the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. That's why we have the first candle. Hope. Our hope is that, like Noah, like Noah, who remained faithful to God, and when the world was destroyed, only Noah and his family survived. For 120 years, Noah was preaching to the people of his time. No one listened to him. Last Sunday, we are still in that age of Noah today. Who cares about Catholicism? Who cares about the Eucharist? Who cares about the faith? Who cares about the truth? Nobody listens to anybody anymore. I am the truth. I know it all. You follow my way. Time of Noah. Noah preached for 120 years and built the ark. Nobody changed. Last Sunday, the hope is that we are all called to get into the ark with Noah. The only way we can survive is to take refuge in the ark of Noah. Are we ready to enter that ark? Are we ready to get into that ark? If we are ready today, the second theme is that we we have a tour guide. Who is our tour guide? Lessons from our tour guide. We have lessons from our tour guide. And then the the third Sunday, which is today, the lessons of our tour guide, which is the candle of, what is the candle? This is hope. So we'll come here. Faith, some people call it faith. Yes. Faith and love. I prefer love. This is the candle of faith and love. Truth goes with love. Faith and love. So on this day we talk about today, faith and love, we are getting lessons from the tour guide. The third Sunday, joy, joy. Finding our address. The fourth Sunday, peace. 
at the virgin's baby shower. Will you be there? Will you be at the virgin's baby shower? Excellent. At the middle, on Christmas Day, let us celebrate. For Christ, our Lord, has been born. The Christ candle will come on that day. So this is the journey. This is the journey. So today we're going to talk about the lessons from our tour guide. Who is our tour guide during this time? The church gives us our tour guide. The one who's going to give us instructions before we get into the new the ark, the new ark of God. So that together we can move into the ark and get into the house of bread. Can we move forward? Now, this is what our tour guide says. He's called John the Baptist. He's John the Baptist. Do you know where he's from? He's from Phoenix. He's from Phoenix. Yes. His address is the man of the desert. He's in the desert valley of Phoenix. He put on camel attire. Maybe he lives at camel back road. <laughs> is that how it's called? <laughs> camel back road. Our tour guide is from the desert, which means that he knows God. All, all the four evangelists say that John the Baptist is the one who bridges the gap between the old covenant and the new covenant. He is the forerunner, which means that whatever he's going to tell us is what God wants to, to, to hear. He will tell us the truth of that child Jesus, because he knows that child Jesus. He says, behold the Lamb of God. That is him, the Messiah who come. That is our tour guide. Nobody wants to make a journey and have a tour guide who is not sincere and honest. Isn't it? Because if you have a, a tour guide who is not sincere and honest, <laughs> I'm sorry, they will lead you astray. You go to a place and you are in trouble. A tour guide has to be very honest. Tells you, hey guys, don't go that, to that area. It's dangerous. Don't go there. Come this way. And this is what our tour guide is telling us today. Tells us today. And his style, he has a different style. When people come to him, they say crowds of people were coming to meet him in the desert. Crowds coming to meet our tour guide. Crowds. But he had to die. When you come to him, he says, hey guys, I am not here to comfort you. I am not here to comfort you. As your poor guide, I'm not here to comfort you. I am here to tell you the truth. The truth. You either take it, you leave it. I am the man of the truth. You need to know the truth. He was very straightforward guy. He tells us the truth. For him, the truth is leads to love. There can't be any true love. No true love without the truth. Otherwise, there will be a divorce immediately. The reason why there are a lot of divorces today because the relationships are not based on truth, on falsehood. When our relationships are based on falsehood, you break off. Father, I did not know that this guy is like that. Falsehood. Falsehood, that's why. Falsehood. So John the Baptist says, I have to tell you the truth. The truth will set you free. For Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Where there is truth, 
there is true love. And that's why this candle is a candle of love and faith. And so, John says, for us to prepare to receive Jesus, two things are important. Two, two. There's two. The first is repentance. Repentance. Isn't this strange? I thought John would say gifts. Gifts for Christmas. John says, no, 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 not gifts, not presents. We have presents everywhere. Look at gifts, gifts. John is saying that, well, that is fine. But that is not too important for the person that we're going to meet. He wants our hearts, our soul. The most important thing, if we're joining to Christmas, John says, repentance, change of heart. He wants to touch our soul. God wants to rule over our hearts. That is what is important. Today, today we have destroyed the goal of this journey because we spend time buying gifts and gifts and presents and the kids get those presents and fight each other and compare it. Oh, mommy, my gift, my gift is not good. Oh, mommy, look at what you give, gave me. Oh, I, don't, I don't like this. We are giving them gifts and destroying them. They spend time fighting each other. We should spend time changing their hearts to loving hearts. As our, as our little friend says, congratulations, congratulations. We should change the hearts of our kids. Bring them to God. Let them come to the Lord as you have done. That is the true way of celebrating Christmas. God wants to rule your heart, your soul. We are soul people. We are soul people. John the Baptist says, without the soul, every other thing has no meaning. Nothing. Gifts, presents will make no sense if our souls are not changed. Do you agree with John the Baptist, our tour guide? Yeah. Secondly, he says... It's not enough to say, my soul is okay. You must show proof of repentance. You must show proof of repentance. So John the Baptist is preaching, and guess who, who are those who confess? The priests of his time, they confess to see John the Baptist. The priests of his time, the Pharisees. Hey, John, we are here. John looks at them. You, you guys again? You brood of vipers. Brood of vipers, can you imagine that? He insults them. You brood of vipers. Go amen your lives. Go amen your lives. Can you imagine talking to me? I go there. Brother Jingwa, you brood of viper, go and amen your life. Why? We're going there because we, we thought, when we tell John, John, we are priests. We are the, the clergy. John will clap for us. Otherwise, John says, no. <laughs> you guys are messing up. You are misleading people. Go and change. Produce good fruits. Good fruits. We are in trouble. We are in trouble. That is John. We must produce good fruits, my dear brothers and sisters. The truth is that the, the journey, our tour guide reminds us, the way to go to the Father at Christmas it's not only to change our hearts, but to produce good fruits. Fruits for the kingdom of God. And there are two, two elements 
that our readings remind us about. The first is in the first reading of today. Isaiah, the prophet of hope, says, in order for me to know that you have produced good fruit, there must be harmony in God's family. The cow we eat with the lion and no harm will be experienced. The child will put his hands in the den of a cobra and the child will experience no harm on my holy mountain. The harmony, the harmony, if we are truly God's people, we must continue to live in harmony and suppress our differences. Our differences today, we are fighting each other. Families are fighting each other. Brothers are fighting each other. Christ says, if our hearts have changed, the lamb will eat with the lion and nothing will happen. Which means that we can settle our differences. We are called today to go back to our homes and families to try to settle our differences. We are all God's children. In that act of the covenant, act of, of Noah, we have to be together despite our differences. Then Paul says to us too today, how do we know that we are God's children? How do we know that we are repentant? Paul says, each of us should welcome one another as Christ has welcomed us. Each of us should welcome one another as Christ has welcomed I will tell you a story of which a friend of mine told me. A friend of mine had a friend who was a governor in a city, and he invited the governor to come to his church. So the governor came. Nobody knew he was a governor. So he came to the church and sat down, quietly sat down. There was no ministry around. Sat down in the church. And as he sat down, somebody came and met him. He said, what are you doing here? Get off my seat. Leave this place. Go to another seat. This is my seat. Okay, so what should I do? Please, this is this go leave leave this place. This is not your seat. Go there. So he he moved and sat here, as I have done. At the end of the mass, before the final blessing, the priest said, "Brothers and sisters in Christ, I would like to acknowledge the presence for the first time in our church of the governor of our region." Governor, please, can you stand up so that we acknowledge your presence? Governor stood up. Oh, Governor, I'm so sorry. Oh, Governor, I did not know you were the one. Governor, I thought if you were the one, I wouldn't have done that. A church that is not welcoming cannot welcome Christ. That was Christ seated there. That was Christ. That was Christ. That's love. Love is to welcome everyone. Love is to welcome everyone. This is our candle of faith and love. To welcome everyone in God's house. We are on sure foundation, my dear brothers and sisters. I'd like to end this reflection, since the series, by singing a song, the song of the series. I am standing on the rock that never fails. Jesus is the rock that never fails. We are standing on the rock 
that never fails. Jesus is the rock that never fails. Jesus, the rock, the solid rock. Amen. Jesus, the solid rock. We have found in him our resting place. Jesus, the solid rock. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.